What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. As always, I'm grateful for you taking the time out of your day to, to listen to this podcast. If it's your first time listening, this is all about getting through the hard times, really going for the goals that you have set in life, or maybe even going for your best life. We're all going to have to go through that storm one way or another, the hard times. We all go through it. It's really what bonds us all together. And in this podcast, we try and tackle some of those stories, some of the tactics on how you can get through the, the, the dark times and even push you forward and hopefully inspire you to get to your rainbow wherever or however that might be. Joining me today, I'm really excited about this episode, Sergio Loiza. Loiza, yes. Loiza. Appreciate you coming out, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me in. Yeah, yeah. One, one, first and foremost, love everything that you've been doing ever since I think we linked up. Uh, it was a while back. We were yeah. at a, a magazine party. Oh, yeah. And yep. we had to grab lunch immediately. And you just had one of those energies right away. I was like, I have to surround myself with this guy. So thank you for who you are. For some of the listeners that might not know who you are, why don't you introduce yourself really quick and tell them what you do? Awesome, awesome. Once again, thanks again for having me. Uh, my name is Sergio Loiza, originally from Colombia. Yeah. You know, not Represent. The, not the South Carolina, but the Colombia. South America. So uh, anyways, yeah, thanks for having me on, on the cast here. So guys, like, long story short, I guess to introduce myself kind of uh, where I am in life right now and who I am. Uh, I am the one of the owners of Pro Bros Productions, which is where we met. We yep. were actually doing uh, a magazine cover, helping with a magazine cover for in, in-house magazine. Yeah. Right. And so uh, me and my brother started Pro Bros Productions about going on four and a half years now, 2015. So uh, we started that, specializing in drone cinematography. And here we are today. Obviously, I dabble in a lot of other things uh, outside of uh, photography, cinematography. Uh, I'm a host. I actually host events like X Games, Super Bowl, and host tons of events all over the U.S. in the experiential marketing world. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how I got my in into the creative space, into the world of of marketing and just being the face of a brand. So uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I dabble in a lot of different things, but as of right now, my most thing that I'm passionate about is probably leadership and development. So I'm excited to talk about the topic you said, which is uh, living with purpose, man. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to tackle today. And speaking of living with purpose, when I wrote down what you do, photographer, cinematographer, marketing, MC, entrepreneur, traveler, explorer, it goes on and on and on. And, and first and foremost, how do you balance all that <laughs> and keep it all on the resume, man? Dude, that, that's an excellent question. So long story short, uh, I basically started, you talk about energy. Yeah. Uh, I, I talk, you talk about how to balance all that. The way I balanced it is I actually was lucky enough to find something that incorporated all that. Mm -hmm. Everything that you just described was a field that I kind of fell into because of my energy. Yeah. Uh, long story short, I'll tell you how it kind of happened. I was at University of Tampa. I was down there go going to study soccer. Uh, well, not study soccer. I was going to that, down there to study, and I was also playing soccer. But I came across an event for Xbox uh, gaming. There was an Xbox gaming tour, an inspirational yeah. uh, gaming tour. They set up this basically massive arcade uh, on our campus. And so I decided to skip out on class. I don't recommend that, but I decided to skip, on, skip out on class. And I'm going to talk a little fast just so you guys can hear the whole story. Saw a guy that was kind of leading the entire space. He was actually an MC. Walked straight up to him. I was like, dude, is this your job? And he was like, yes. I was like, what do you do? He's like, I'm an MC. I manage the entire footprint. We travel around with Xbox and we do gaming tours on campuses. I was like, no way. 
how in the world can I do that? Sounds fun. You know, it sounds fun. So I got linked up with that guy, kind of made some connections there. And just like you described, all those things, traveling, exploring, uh, entrepreneurship, all those things kind of fell into that space, which is, which is a space called experiential marketing. Yeah. Uh, I got lucky enough to kind of work my way up in that space when I graduated from South Carolina. Uh, I actually graduated, transferred there, and I graduated from there. Uh, I got lucky enough to get my first experiential marketing gig with Verizon Wireless uh, as a tour manager, literally, listen to this, traveling, traveling all over the U.S. with a snowboarding tour. I literally got paid to snowboard. I mean, come on, Wait, out, of, out of college. That's yeah. a job? That's a job, dude. So I literally, my job was to go to these epic snowboard competitions and help people out, show, demo the Verizon phones. We had an indestructible phone at the time. And I would snowboard around, around the mountain, dropping this phone, kind of uh, taking pictures and doing these things yeah. with people, interacting with them and showing them and telling them to come check out the booth and check out the experiences. I was going to say, did they make you wipe out on purpose? Oh yeah. We would, we would literally, <laughs> we would just toss the phone down the mountain. We would throw it down. We would pick it back up. You guys, you see that people would pick up the phone and be like, man, did, uh, did, is the phone okay? I'm like, oh, of course it is. You know, yeah. it's a GZ one commando, this and that. Nobody was worried about you. Nope. <laughs> they nope. just want to know how the phone. Yeah, man. Works. So that's, that's kind of, like I said, I got lucky. I mean, I worked pretty hard to get there, but at the same time, the field that is that was, that I was in, uh, actually got me the result that I wanted, which was traveling and exploring and meeting people and going to all these cool places. Man, I love that because obviously we don't recommend skipping class or nope. anything like that. <laughs> but the main purpose I get from that story with, with you kind of seeing this, this thing that you just were gravitated towards. Yep. And I think a lot of people see that and they admire from afar. Yeah. They don't take the, the first step, second, third, and everything that follows to really go after what intrigues them. They stay within their, their lane, if yep. you would. Stay in your lane. Don't break the rules. Color within the lines. That's what they teach us as a, yeah. at a young age. Color within the lines. Don't go where you're not supposed to. The fact that you say, oh, this huge Xbox event, and here's the guy that's running it. Yep. Tap him on the shoulder like, hey, man, is this what you do? Yep. I want to do that. And you actually make it happen and you yeah. bring it into fruition. Dude, awesome. Anybody listening to this, definitely go ahead and take those steps in the direction that you're pulled towards. What was some of the biggest challenges, though, that you kind of came across? Because I'm pretty sure it doesn't start with a tap on the shoulder. And next thing you know, you're traveling the country. You said it took a lot of work, a lot of challenges. What are what are some that stick out to you? I mean, honestly, some of the ones that I guess that stick out right off the bat is that um – You've got to, I mean, you had you got to have some type of credibility. So you yeah. do have to work your way up. Anytime that, you, anytime that you are stepping into a corporate structure, unfortunately, you have to work your way up the ladder. Mm -hmm. And so I had to start at the bottom. I couldn't just be like, hey, I want to be just like you, an MC, and I want to travel and I want to get these awesome gigs. So, um, you know, some of the biggest challenges was being patient enough to get to where I actually am now, which the position that I'm in now, I only do fly in, fly out gigs where I travel and, you know, I do my job and I fly right back out and then I go into another city. So, you know, that's probably the top tier of where I want to go in this industry. Um, but the biggest challenges are just patience. Yeah. Most people want to get to there, uh, to where I'm at now without having to go through the, the, I guess the not so fun jobs, yeah. which the not so fun ones might be something called like guerrilla marketing, where we started off literally on campus, kind of just, uh, handing stuff out for free. Just hitting the streets. Yeah, hitting the streets. <laughs> and like, you know, it's not as fun as doing what we do now, but you got to start somewhere. So uh, I got lucky and I was able to work my way up fast because of networking and really, uh, and really just having a magnetic personality. That's what I realized. Uh, it helped me get over those struggles and the, and the things that kind of challenged me the most. Yeah. So you get out of college, you, you put in the work, you have the patience, you get this awesome gig. Yep. Traveling the country, snowboarding, probably meeting a lot of awesome people. Yes. What happens next? 
Dude, that's a great question. So what happens next is I start dreaming. Uh-huh. Literally, I start dreaming. So I, as I'm on the road, you got to think about this. What do you? I, I've heard this once before that some of the most intimate conversations happen either in a in a in a obviously in a bedroom in a in a close place in a car in a car specifically when you're traveling long 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 distance. And there's yeah. another place, but those are the two that I want to kind of focus on specifically the car. Reason reason being that when we got these marketing tours. Uh, we were in the car with a significant other, whether it's our tour partners that we call them, or we were in, uh, in the car with our coworkers for 10 hours at a time. You, let's just say you start bonding pretty quickly and yeah. you start opening up and you start having these real conversations. And even more importantly, you start dreaming. You start finding out that each of us have skills, talents, and abilities inside of us, these dreams that we want to somehow, somehow pursue, which is what we're talking about, our passion. We, what, what do we want to pursue? Our purpose in life. And so that's what happened next is I started dreaming. I was like, man, this is awesome. This is so much fun because I'll tell you where you do start dreaming the most is out of nature. Yeah. And I was so lucky to have to have the ability to experience my first tour uh, with a friend of mine named Ashley. And she was already like into nature. She already knew the ups and downs. So we would travel to all these national national parks on our days off. And it was just the ability to dream, the ability just to start thinking even bigger. Like, what am I going to do next? So that's really what happened. I was like, OK, I, I love where I'm at. But what is next? Where do I go from here? What is it that I can uh, pursue now that I've had an opportunity to, to kind of get to where I'm at? And that's so awesome because I think I, one of those job interview questions that a lot of people get, and they, I know a lot of people don't like that question. Yep. Where do you see yourself in five years? Yep. Where do you see yourself in five years? It's a question most people only get asked yep. in a job interview, and that's it. It sounds like you were asking yourself this question. You're oh, experiencing all these things. and. Because of that, you're you're thinking, where will you be in five years? Where will you be in, in six months? Did you always have that kind of mindset to look forward? I mean, the topic we're talking about here is like that growth mindset, yeah. right? And living with purpose. Were you always that kind of go-getter and, and looking for the next thing? Or did this progress and grow in you? Well, you know, I think it obviously always progresses. But I think at the same time, um, we obviously emulate what we see. Mm-hmm. And so I was emulating what I saw my parents do. My parents, I mean, think about what my parents did, specifically my mom. Both of my parents are entrepreneurial, but it's specifically my mom. My mom has nine sisters and one brother. Wow. She left her country behind and came with my dad and my brother and I to the United States for a better opportunity. You think about the the type of tenacity that takes and the type of dreaming capability that takes for a, a woman to have. So not only did I see that with my own eyes, but I started to emulate that. My parents both were entrepreneurial, so that was developed over time, but it also helped that I did see my parents fight for something more. Yeah. They, they fought for us to give us a better life. So deep inside, I always knew that one of my biggest goals was to make them proud and to make sure that I basically um, was able to give back to them. I mean, they gave up so much for me to be able to come to the United States and give us a better opportunity, uh, rightfully so, because I mean, I look back at some of the way that my cousins and, and people my age live in Colombia. Unfortunately, they have a very good lifestyle, but they just don't live the same way we live here. We have so much more opportunity and most people don't realize that. So I realized that at a very young age. So I made it my mission in life to be the one that radically changes my family's legacy. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I'm, I'm very passionate about now, which is, uh, I just decided at a very young age that I'll be the one I, I want to, I mean, I don't know if this is a selfish thing or not, but I want to be the person that when my grandchildren or great grandchildren look back at and ask themselves, how are we so blessed? 
that yeah. my name comes up. Yeah. And, and that's something I want to unpack, man, because that's something we've had in common and we've talked yep. about before is, you know, me being the son of two immigrant parents, yep. both my pa- parents being from Haiti and, and your mom coming from Colombia, seeing everything they've sacrificed, yep. everything they've done. My, I mean, I would watch my dad leave the house six o'clock in the morning, yep. not come back till six o'clock at night. My mom would work overtime from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at times just yep. to put me in the schools that other people just kind of went to yeah like it was easy and seeing that comparison first and foremost gave me perspective but secondly it kind of put this this fire under me that i'm i'm kind of in the same boat as you like i look around and i see how far my parents took the torch going from a country to a a completely different country not knowing anybody starting a new world to give their kids an opportunity and now that that torch is going to be handed to me one day i don't want to just take it and stop I want to keep yeah. running it and really get the next leg of the race going. No, I got you. It makes sense. I mean, how do we just take, we're not just here to take it one, one notch up. Yeah. Why not 10 exit? You know, <laughs> like Grant, Mr. Grant Cardone himself says, why not just 10 exit? Why can't we take it to the, to the top level where it's radical? Mm-hmm. You know, why not? So I'm with you, man. Nice. So you start dreaming. Yep. And, so, and you're, you're traveling the country. What yep. happens next? So I start dreaming. I'm traveling the country. And here's what's cool. As I'm traveling, I'm getting to know new people. Every year, I kind of switch tour partners. And every year, you get a new dynamic. You get people that are even more dreamers. You get people that, that uh, might want to do this in life and do this in life. So you start collaborating, which is the key, right? You start collaborating. And then uh, I basically... Uh, I started touring with one of my really good buddies. You actually remind me a lot of him. So I'm going to, I'm going to show you a picture of him and show you some of his stuff when we get done. His name is Curvins. Uh, and he always wanted to, he always wanted to be a copywriter. He always wanted to do these things. Nice. So me and him just, dude, it was just, we just made such an awesome team. It was a, a really awesome dynamic where it was like, we just encouraged each other. I always challenged him to go out of his comfort zone. So what happened next was that we just took it to the next level. We just started taking action. I was like, okay, Kermans, what is it that you want to do? He's like, I want to go back to school. I want to start copywriting. I want to start creating my own brand, this and that. I'm going to move out to LA. But I'm like, all right, let's do it. Let's start putting some action to it. Same thing for me. He asked me that question. I was like, what I want, what do you want to do? Well, I was like, dude, I would love to one day start a photography studio. One, one day, like do have my own photography business. Yeah. Uh, cause I love the idea of what we were doing was fun at the time. But here's what I, what, what I realized really early is that it was fun. My job was awesome, but it was still a job. Yeah. <laughs> and I was still having to report to somebody else and nothing against that. But for me personally, being the entrepreneurial type, I just wanted control. I wanted a little bit more control of, what to do, when I wanted to do it, with whoever I wanted to do it, without having to think about a dollar bill. And I knew that until I created something on my own, until I was the owner, then I wasn't really going to be able to have that much control. So that's the next step was, okay, we started putting a game plan down together after the dreams came, you know, after the dreams started flying everywhere. We put, we each both put a game plan together and our following year, we both decided to kind of start pursuing that, which is where kind of the birth of ProBros started with my brother. And, uh, as, uh, and obviously for Curvins, he took that journey, which is pretty awesome for us to, for me to be watching one of my friends take his journey at the same time that I'm taking mine, yeah. which is pretty cool. So now you're kind of getting into the whole pro bros thing yep. and you're, you're starting to go out on your own. And, and you mentioned the thing about traveling yep. with this company, it was still a job. Yes. It might've been a cool job. It yep. was an awesome job. It was a job, right? Yeah. The comfort and the security with a job is a secured paycheck. 100%. You know what's coming in every week, every two weeks, every month. However you get paid, you know that money's going to land in your account, and most likely it's the same each week. It might fluctuate here and there, but you have something to budget with. What is it like when you're getting ready to leave that security, leave that that 
every two weeks deposit in your bank account and kind of go off on your own and you know put it all on your back. Man, uh, well, what it's like is stressful. That's just one word. It's it's called stressful. But here's the here's the cool thing is that when I look back at what it was like for me. It actually wasn't as stressful as I thought it was going to be because, thankfully, I had learned some lessons along the way. Uh, let's just say, for lack of better words, um, most people in my family weren't the best at managing money. So one thing that I learned at a young age was that you either learn by somebody else's examples or you learn by your own example. Mm-hmm. You know, basically, you either learn from somebody else or you have to learn. You have to learn it yourself. So I chose to learn by somebody else's example. I was like, okay, you know what? My family isn't the best at managing money, so I'm going to start at a young age managing my money a little bit better. Yeah. So by the time that I was ready to take the leap into Pro Bros, I had actually been able to do pretty well at saving up some cash flow uh, and, and saving up some money to be able to start a business because starting a business is not easy and it, and it requires cash. So it wasn't as stressful as I thought it was going to be, but I'll tell you what did change. Um, the money part wasn't that big of a deal, but once we took the leap into Pro Bros, and, and I might go back and talk a little bit about the epiphany that I kind of had when we actually started the business. But what I realized was that once we actually took the leap, the hardest thing was going from structure in a corporate job where I'm kind of just told what to do and I do it and I just, you know, I do my job and, and I get paid versus now nobody's telling me to do anything. Now it's all on me. Got to figure it out. (laughs) Now the hardest thing in the world. And I think the number one word that every entrepreneur has to master comes into play and for the first time in my life outside of soccer, I had to practice it again. And that word is self-discipline. Yeah. 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 So that came into play. And outside of the finances and the money, I think the the hardest thing was learning to be self-disciplined in the areas that I needed to be in and also not getting burnt out by going from something that was kind of just easy, just, hey, just show up, do your job, to now, hey, you have to hustle 17 hours a day no matter what because if you don't hustle, you don't get paid. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing, too, when it comes to self-discipline. It's easy for somebody to follow the schedule. Mm -hmm. I come in at 7, I leave at 6, I'm good to go, and and it might seem like, okay, I work 60 hours a week. Why can't I go into business for, for myself? I think the difference is because you have to punch your own clock. You have yes. to tell yourself when to be there, when not to be there. And not just with the self-discipline, but also the judgment on when you have right. to put in the extra hour, when you can leave early. Because that's the big thing, too. How do you listen to that inner working? Because you mentioned you don't want to get burnt out, yeah. right? I think there's a difference between your body literally telling yep. you it's about to be burnt out or you just kind of like, well, I did work a lot this week. I yeah. can go out and have a couple of drinks with some friends. When yep. You really shouldn't be doing that. I think that's a very fine line. How do you kind of like tote the two? Man, that's a good question. And I think it, I think it might tie into something that I'm actually going to speak on on one of my channels later on. It's called the, the battles in the mind. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you start losing the battle in the mind is when you know you need to check out. So there came a point where I was, you know, a month in, actually about three months in, three months into uh, the startup of the business. Uh, things were going awesome. We had just basically finished the actual downstairs studio and it, things were going awesome, but I was grinding away 17 hours a day. And I was like, I kind of just, kind of just stopped one night and I was like, it was probably about close to four o'clock in the afternoon. I kind of stopped and I was like, man, this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. I didn't go from traveling, exploring, having fun events like Super Bowl X games and doing all these type of fun events and exploring national parks to come sit in a cubicle, my own cubicle for 17 <laughs> hours and just say, Hey, I'm a business owner. I'm making it. And I had an epiphany. I was just like, you know what? This is not what I signed up for. And in that moment is when I realized I was losing the battle in the mind. Mm-hmm. I was like, something, I'm losing, I'm losing the battle that's going on up here. I need to refresh. 
And it's crazy. That's kind of where my, my journey takes a turn where I literally made a radical decision that night. I was just closed my laptop. I was editing some pictures. I closed my laptop. I'm doing something crazy. I went and bought some golf clubs at the golf store. I don't even golf. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy some golf clubs. I bought some golf clubs. And then I went, uh, I decided to go to the driving range. It was about 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes left at the driving range. And I went and started hitting some golf balls to relieve some stress. And it's crazy. You know what? It's, it's, in my opinion, it's, it's funny how nothing happens by coincidence. And you just happen to shake a hand. You meet somebody that can radically shift you in the direction that you've always really wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that was, that was that one handshake. We, I mean, there's a thing that I always say. It's like, and, and the people that I hang with say, it's like one handshake can really change it all for you. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me, I met somebody that really started pushing me towards a direction of, where my true purpose was. Yeah. I always knew photography was a passion, but I don't know that it was a purpose. Nice. And so I, I shook a hand. Uh, long story short, that hand introduced me to more hands. And then those hands was for the first time in my life that I was able to find somebody and see people that were actually truly living the life that I wanted to live. Mm. Because Pro Bros was giving me the life I thought I wanted at the time. But I don't think it was ever going to give me the life that I wanted to live. Yeah. And I think that's the question we need to ask ourselves is how do I want to live, find somebody that's living that way, and work backwards towards that. Yeah. And, and so that's where it changed. What's so crazy hearing that story, too, because I think a lot of people would say like your epiphany is almost what a lot of people would call the breaking point. Yeah. Where they're with their business or they're at work and yeah. they just get to a level where they, they feel unfulfilled, overworked, yep. and just unhappy. And they stop and look around and say, what is this for? Yep. And when someone can't answer that question, they've already lost. Yep. They're not going back tomorrow. If they are, they're not they're not going to be doing a good job anymore. Exactly. Once you lose that motivation and that reasoning for what you're doing, it's done. And it sounds like that's what happened when you close that laptop and really the golf clubs kind of as an outlet really work yeah. as a vehicle kind of leading you into the next step. And anybody listening to this, I kind of say, would just, I would just say, trust it, trust that yeah. process because it's easy to be frustrated and upset with where you are currently. But I mean, your failures lead to your successes, right? 100%. So yeah. if you're, if you're upset and something's not working out the way you want it to understand that the skills, it might not connect right now, yeah. but it, in hindsight, those dots will connect and you'll see what they were there for. Yeah. 100%. I love what you said that. I mean, obviously your failure stuff, you know, that's sure. awesome. I've, I've heard it said this way a couple of times. I mean, the, the most common one is probably your test becomes your testimony, right? Mm-hmm. I heard it the other day said your mess becomes your message. Wow. <laughs> and I thought that was really powerful too. It's just like, you know what? That's really cool. You know, whatever mess you are going through right now, just just realize that that mess that you're currently in is going to be your message one day if you choose to overcome it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is choose to overcome. Yeah. It's a choice. It all goes back to self-discipline. And it's probably one of the biggest things I love to talk to people about. Um, and it's one of the things that I'm currently wanting to master, which is funny when you want to master something, you get the most pushback. Yeah. So I've never had a problem with self-discipline, but guess what? Right now I do because I'm trying to break through it at a level that I've never had before. So it's funny because now you think about, I think about the, the words and the wording in that, it's that, hey, my mess right now that I'm in is going to be my message one day. Yeah. Once I choose to overcome it. It's kind of crazy because, I mean, we're, you're talking about the sh- hands that you're shaking yep. and the level that you're, it, just listening to your story, you've increased as the years go on. But I sense that though your, your standards increase yep. and your, your level increases, your satisfaction, it, it's still, not met. And I don't right. mean that in a bad yeah, way I got because you. I actually think that's a good thing. There's there's one thing 
Well, you can be satisfied, but never complacent. Exactly. Right? I think that's what it is. Exactly. Be happy with where you are, but just know that you can do more. And it sounds like you look in the mirror each day knowing you could do more. But as you level up, yep. I love this one quote that says, hey, if your life just got harder, congratulations, you leveled up. <laughs> 100%. I compare life to a video game where a lot of people don't know this about Mario. You've played Mario, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. You know the most dangerous, the most dangerous enemy in Mario? What is it? It's that first little Goomba. <laughs> that like first it. little Goomba yep. has killed more people in Mario than any other creature in the whole game. I didn't game. realize that's what they were called. What are they called? A Goomba. Goombas. I, everybody I, remember I, the Goombas. I think it's Goomba. <laughs> but the fact that's of awesome. the matter is everybody runs into it because it's the very first thing okay. and no one knows it's there. Yeah. But what happens if you were to pick up the remote right yeah. now? Right? Is that Goomba going to kill you? No way. You're going to jump right over because you know close. it's there. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is in level one, yeah. you get killed right away. But if you start level one right now, years later, you probably haven't picked up the remote yep. for years. If you pick up the remote right now, you can get through level one easy. Easy. Level two, level three, level four, yep. because you've leveled up your life yep. to a certain area. You've gotten to a certain level where the lower levels become easy for you. With that being said, when you come to a certain amount of inertia, right. friction, you feel it. Because oh yeah, you get used to yeah. you get used to kind of going going nice and, and smooth. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure traveling the country with, with oh it was snowboarders. Easy. Oh dude, it was it was cakewalk, you know. Yeah, but just like you said, I love I love what you said there. It made me think of a a, a phrase I heard once, and it's and it's so true. Uh, and it's not it's not over spiritual or anything anything like that. But it's just like with new levels come new devils. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, okay, but here's what, here's what's cool. I learned this and I don't know. It's in one of, uh, one of, probably think Napoleon Hill's books. Mm -hmm. And he talked about something called a snake line, meaning that there is always a threshold. There's always this threshold. If you think about a mountain going up with new devils come, with new levels come new devils, right? So if you're coming up this mountain, you're climbing, there comes a, a point in the mountain that there's something called a snake line. And that means that if these snakes are following all these snakes, all these things, whatever creature you want to put there, whatever evil things or anything that's pulling you back down or climbing right behind you trying to get you, there comes a snake line that they can't breathe anymore. There's no more oxygen for them and they have to turn back down. Wow. So the point is for you to cross that point and realize that now you're at another level. You can breathe for a little bit, but guess what? There's still going to be some more down the road yeah. because there's going to be new levels, new devils. Yeah. I love it. So what are your current devils right now? Man, oh, what a question. <laughs> I don't know if I want to answer that. Uh, the truth is is complacency, mm -hmm. is is realizing that my my dream is so big and and my purpose in life is so big, and it's not necessarily that I'm scared of success. It's almost comfort. It's almost to the point of it's like, hey, I'm kind of okay where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I know that if I'm going to break through, it's going to take a lot more of me. Yeah. And I just don't know that I'm ready right now to give more of me. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so really, that's probably one of the biggest struggles. And, and, and the hardest things about struggles is that the more attention we give to them, the harder they get. Mm -hmm. So it's just like right now, I, to be completely vulnerable with you, that's exactly where I'm at. I'm in a stage in life where... From the outside looking in, um, don't get me wrong, I'm always happy because that's one thing that I, th I thank God for every day that he's given me the ability to, to, to control my mind yeah. in a positive state. But at the same time, uh, I haven't mastered the ability to get out of that comfort zone mm -hmm. uh, to the level that I want. So I keep thinking about it. I'm like, hey, I'm in this spot. I'm in this spot. And guess what? Then it puts me right back in that spot even more. Yeah. So I'm in the progress of, uh, of, of mastering that thought. And I'm in the progress of getting out of my comfort zone and I'm realizing it has to come with chaos. Mm -hmm. So I'm creating chaos in my own life 
on purpose so that I can break through. I love but it. That's where I'm at right now, man. Man, I, you, you, I had to grab my chest, man, because <laughs> I'm going through the same thing, and it yeah. sounds like you, you kind of look around and. You've worked to a certain level where you have a you have a decent life. Yeah, you decent life. And you know, I'm in a position now and and it's again, it's not to be braggadocious or anything yeah. like that, but if I were to kind of just ease off the gas a little yeah. bit and chill, I honestly I'd have I'd have the life my parents always wanted me to have. Right. And it's easy to say that because on, the only thing my parents wanted when they came to this country yeah. was just to for me to have a good, comfortable life. Right. And and for them, their standards, they're like, hey, you're good. Just settle. That's so true. And it's easy for me to look in the mirror and, and see my current situation, right? See where I'm at and think, why do I continue to do this to myself? Yep. Why do I continue to put this pressure on myself? Yep. And, and why do I push myself when... Most people would look at where where I'm at and be like, exactly. Zach, you're good. You're killing it. You're yeah. good. But going back to this topic, yeah. it's that growing, growth mindset that keeps us going. Exactly. It's that growth mindset that it's like, okay, no, I can't stop here because I'm working towards something bigger. And right. to be honest, it's bigger than myself. Exactly. So living with intention, living with purpose, what is your intention? What is the reason you, you keep putting yourself through these struggles? Right. You add the chaos to your life. What are you chasing? Dude, that's such a powerful question, and it, and it and it's like it's gonna change over time. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But right now, what I'm chasing, it's a it's a life of autonomy where I'm fully in control, not because I want to be in control, just because of choices, mm-hmm. just because it allows me to do what I want and give back at the level that I want. A lot of time, a lot of times, I think people from the outside look and be like, "Man, why are these people hustling so hard? Why are they chasing? Why are they why are they pushing themselves so hard?" I honestly think it's more selfish, and this is my personal opinion, I think it's more selfish to not use your gift, talents, and abilities to the full potential that you've been given to than to actually try to pursue them at the fullest, I guess, at the fullest capacity that you can, because if you do that, you can actually give back. Yeah. You know, if you're only doing just enough to get by, who can you really help? And so the reason that I'm pushing so hard and what I'm really trying to accomplish is, is, is a lifestyle that allows me to be able to give back at the level that I know I want to give back. Love it. You know, it's just crazy. It's something, it's something as simple as that. I'm, I'm a pretty, uh, I'm a pretty good giver. I, I like, I like to see myself as a servant. It's, it's kind of pretty cool. I, my mission in life is to live my life out to what the meaning of my name is. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite books that I just read right now is called The Servant and it's about servant leadership. And ironically, the definition of my name is the servant. If you look up my name, it is the wow. servant. And so my mission in life, once I found that out, that had always been my purpose and mission in life. I was like, how can I live my life in a way where I'm serving others? And I realized at one point in time also that if I wasn't as successful as I possibly could, then I was putting a cap on the amount of servitude that I could give to people. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's, it's funny. I, uh, I did a little photo shoot with my little cousin, uh, Jason the other day. It was super fun. And he, we were joking around cause he's a really awesome photographer. We were joking around. We did it just the other day and he's like, man, I'm going to have to bill you for this. He's like, I'm going to have to charge you. And he literally sent me an invoice for $15,000. <laughs> he was obviously joking. Yeah. Right. And so, but here's the, here's here. I didn't even blink at it. Here was the, here was the beauty. I sent him a message right back. Jason, I can't wait till the day that you can send me that invoice and I just send you the money right away. Yeah. Because the value you added to me and because I have the funds to give to you and it's just a way of blessing you. The ability to do so. Is just the ability, <laughs> you know, just the ability to do that. And so that simple story, it just, it just resonates in my mind so much. 
Um, I want to have be able to be at the point where I can bless anybody that I want without ever having to think about mm-hmm. why I'm doing it just yeah. because I want to do it. Yeah, I love that. I had that discussion with Jess a couple days ago just thinking, imagine having the ability to give life-changing money to somebody. Oh, yeah. And uh, the purpose right there, kind of wrapping it up, is, yeah. is, is ultimately having something bigger than yourself. Yeah. And because on the outside looking in, People could see the ambition. They could yeah. see the 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 drive, the businesses, and the the income that we're chasing, and think it's all materialistic yeah. and think it's all about money. But realistically, for, for me, the the goal I just put on my vision board, right. the Haiti School Project. Both oh, my parents it. being from Haiti, and I looked at Jess. I'm like, okay, I want my legacy to build schools in Haiti. Yes, I want to go back to Haiti and build schools because my parents left the country not to abandon the country, right. to give their child. A chance at a successful life. 100%, I want yeah. their sacrifice to give back to their country so it can all come full circle. Yeah. So having that in mind and keeping that picture, anybody that's listening, have something bigger yeah. than yourself because when the times get hard and the self-discipline isn't right there yeah. and you're, you're, you're second guessing yourself, that reasoning is, is really going to be what keeps you going. Sergio, do you have any, any parting advice for, for our listeners? Anybody going through a hard time chasing their dreams? Man, I'll tell you this. Um, being on in the stage in life that I, I'm currently in right now, and I told you kind of the struggle is being being complacent, being confined, right? And I, I realized that you can have all the steps in, in, in pursuing your purpose. You can have all of them in line. But I feel like the most important one has to be self-discipline. If you can't master the self-discipline, then it doesn't matter how big your purpose is. And sometimes we even ask ourselves, just going to what you're talking about, you got to have the why behind it. Yeah. And sometimes for me, I realize, man, that's not even enough. I've got all, I've got the why, I've got the goals, I've got the game plan, I've got, you know, my purpose, I've got my vision, I've got all these things. But for some reason, I'm lacking in the self-discipline. And here's where I think people can basically grab the message and close it up with is that sometimes you cannot do it alone. You just can't do it alone. I mean, we live, we live in a society where we were created not as individuals, but to work as community to be as in a community. So you have to have somebody that holds you accountable because you'll let yourself down every single day when it comes down to that, that when that hard road hits, you'll let yourself down. But if you have somebody, somebody, a person, an actual real thing or real why, like you're talking about that you, that's right there that can hold you accountable and remind you why you're doing it, you'll push for that person. It's like going to the gym, man. Yeah. You know what? I might not wake up at six o'clock in the morning and go to the gym. If I put it on my calendar, but if you and I are going to the gym and, hey, I'll, I'll meet you there tomorrow at 6 a.m., guess what? I'll be there. Yeah. Even if I have to crawl out of bed, I will be there because I won't let you down. Yeah. So what I'm realizing right now is that sometimes we have to trick ourselves and trick our minds and, and, and create that buffer there of, for self-discipline because sometimes self-discipline isn't enough. Mm-hmm. So you have to, it's called forced discipline. <laughs> so it's not, for me right now, I'm not in a stage of self-discipline. I'm in a stage of forced discipline, meaning I have to force it to happen. Man. I love it. Sergio. Yeah. So much value, awesome, man. Dude. We're going to have to have you back on, on the episode. Something tells me you got a lot more to say. So we'll definitely have to have you back for round two. Folks, if you made it to the end, thank you so much for your time. Some of the main points, first and foremost, patience, getting through the patience to really for Sergio to get to where he wanted in his career. Started to travel, started to dream, the dreaming happening in nature, but the dream wasn't enough. Have to take action. You have to take action. Go after it. And I love the the point you made about the battle in the mind, man. Yeah. It, it's it starts in the mind. You have to you have to win the battle in the mind because if you lose that, 
you lose everything else. Yeah. And, and as always, as you continue to level up, new levels, new devils. Yeah. I'm going to steal that one, man. I like I'll, it, I'll man. let you know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's 100% Napoleon, I believe. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll give you the credit in the cliff notes. But uh, you could be complacent, but don't, no, don't, you can get comfortable. Just yeah. don't be complacent. Yeah. That's Just true, keep man. growing. Keep growing and find that purpose that's bigger than you to keep you going when the times get hard. And, and Sergio said it over and over again self discipline, focus on that and keep on going. Awesome. Everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain, but you can't have the pleasure without a little pain. Let's grow.